Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. All right, we keep rolling. Big day as the Bears have relieved most of the offensive coaching staff. Looking for a new OC now, but Matt Eberflus is staying. 3 o'clock press conference today. Polls and Eberflus first. Kevin Warren after that. You're going to hear all of it during the Waddle and Sylvie show right here on your home for the Bears. You'll hear it exclusively here on your radio home for the Bears, ESPN Chicago. Make sure you have the app. The free and easy to use ESPN Chicago app here. Listen on demand anytime, anywhere. Listen live. Catch up. Check out all the original podcasts. There's tons of great stuff there. The unnamed MMA podcast, right? The odds couple. We'll have a fresh odds couple with all six games broken down for you, rolling into wild card weekend. Sure. Been a big dog weekend uh, the last handful of years. Don't Eric. you dog me. Dogs are uh, 16 and 10 over the last five seasons on the opening weekend, on wild card weekend. And they went 4 and 2 against the number last year. So uh, Mike and I will give you a full breakdown. That'll be up. Late morning, early afternoon on Friday. We'll record the podcast Friday morning. But my point is, have the ESPN Chicago app because there's tons of great stuff there. You can watch us on YouTube on the station's ES, on the uh, ESPN Chicago page. So uh, watch on YouTube today and every day. Press conferences live at 3. Courtney Cronin, an hour from now, we'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvia at 2. Black and Abdallah tonight, 6 to 8. Sure seemed that there were a couple of candidates out there if the Bears wanted to upgrade their coaching position. I think most of us agree, not everybody, I think most of us agree Harbaugh or Vrabel would have been upgrades. I know you agree. Yes. Black and Abdallah, you got, I heard the guys talking about Harbaugh last night on their show. I know they agree, at least with the Harbaugh piece of it. Yeah, totally. Harbaugh and Vrabel would have been upgrades. Yeah, I think so. They decided to pass. I hope we're not here a year from now. We've decided to make a change. Remember, it was, it was three years ago today. Not today. It was three years ago on the Wednesday after the season ended, Yurko. It was actually Jan 13 that year. It was three years ago on the Wednesday after the season ended that we got this. Well, Ryan and Matt are our football guys. Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there. That's still the best. Have we gotten the quarterback right, the most important position in sports? No. Have we won enough games? No. Over the last, what, I gave you the stat the other day, over the last 15 years, the Bears are the uh, six losing his franchise in the NFL. Yes, yes. That's still the best. Like, we haven't done those things, but everything else is good. Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there. I still can't believe that that was delivered to the world. Well, Ryan and Matt are our football guys. But that was three years ago, coming out of the COVID year. Right? Right. And then 2021 sucked. And guess what? A year after that, there they are again, making changes. New well, GM, no, new theoretically, coach. Ryan and Matt are still here. Well, that's a good point, Yoko. <laughs> Touche. Well, Ryan and Matt are our football yeah, guys. That's a very still good here. Point. That's a very still good point. Here. He was talking about Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. What was his name? Nagy. Nagy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy. Yes. Yeah. So I just hope a year from now we're not right back here going. Five weeks we've ago, we relieved Matt Eberflus of his duties. Five weeks ago, before they won four of the last five, I told you I have a feeling he's coming back. You did because yeah. of the way they were playing. <clears throat> Again, I had a feeling. and then and like, then and they beat crappy teams, but that's fine. 
You're mired in those crappy teams. You're one of those crappy teams trying to make their way to being a a double-digit win team. I'm asking you sitting here right now. Okay. Knowing everything you know now, knowing what the future might be for the Chicago Bears. All right. The over-under set at nine. I think that's what Vegas is going to do next year. They're not going to set it at seven and a half. No, it won't. It they probably might won't bump be. it to eight and a half. But I think they'll go to nine. I don't think they got the balls to go to nine and a half. Vegas doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So I'm setting the over under at nine. Where do you think the Bears will be next year if the over under is at nine? Not knowing well, who the pretty, quarterback yeah, is. That's hard. Not knowing who the offense coordinator is. This. I'll be confident in the fact that I t- tell you that I believe this team's working its way to being a double-digit win team. Well, if that's the case, then we won't repeat the pass. Like Thank We you. won't be here a year from now with George and Kevin stepping to the podium saying we're making changes at our coaching position, like with our head coach. Then right. we won't be doing that. I hope that's the case. And the, my, the that, reason, that we're not doing the, the reason I'm saying it is because you know where the improvements need to be made. Made, I should say. Your center needs to improve. Your left tackle needs to get better. I'm sorry. They like him. They, they, they drafted him late. They've gotten some years out of him. At the end of the day, he's just not good enough. That's the way it's going to go. Period. Um, so those are your two improvements. You need another wide receiver, but you need another elite wide receiver. Somebody taken in the second round, in the first round. They don't have a second rounder yet, but I have a feeling they're going to get one. Right? Do teams have more than one elite wide receivers? Daniil Hunter, yeah, I, I think you've gone over the course of time. You've seen like wide receiver units, yeah, that are the best in the league. Like AJ, say, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. That's a, that's one. You know, that's what like Jalen Miami Jaylen when they're Waddle healthy and Tyreek Hill when they're they're ready. Would you say San they, Fran? I, uh, San Francisco with Ayuk and uh, Samuel and Debo, yeah, yeah, and Debo Samuel and their tight end situation yeah, yeah, that yeah. they have there. Um, uh, what they had in. Anybody else? Would you say Minnesota if Jordan Re- if Jordan Addison gets back, continues to improve? Well, I mean, they Maybe. had something in the past, I think, that was a little bit better when they had Thielen there. It was Thielen and Jefferson or Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I yeah. think they had something there. Um, I think if you if you head out west at some point with Cooper Cup, Cooper you Cup. had somebody else that was complimentary to Cooper Cup. So, yes, okay. I, I think you need it. But well, then the point of your offense needs to be one receiver, two. Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. What? It's got to be one, two, one, two. My one receiver, my other receiver. It's got to be one, two. Then my tight end. Or it's my tight end through two and three. Go straight to my receivers. It's wrong the way it's been here in Chicago. It's been receiver, tight end, running back, second receiver. That's wrong. That's not the way it goes, your progressions. You know what's kind of it quieted can't. down over the last year because he, he didn't play a lot this year. He missed a lot. Of, I think he missed about half the season. But you know what's quieted down? I feel like this year, this time a year ago, T. Higgins' name to the Bears was brought up a lot. Like, T's a free agent now. Now, he's coming off of an injury-plagued year. Sure. But T. Higgins is about to turn. Do you, do you know how old T. Higgins is? 26. 25. He's 25. about to turn 25. Yeah. And I think a lot of it died down because... Again, he didn't play a lot this year. But what if that's wide receiver two option? And who's the other guy they have there? They have T. Higgins. Well, they got Jamar. I mean, well, Jamar Chase for sure. We know. Oh, you the, mean the third uh, guy? Boyd. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, like, what if they can't keep T. Higgins? You're going to pay one. Wouldn't uh, they just franchise him? Yeah. 
They can, but that's a lot of money. Well, they commitment. could franchise him. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. They absolutely could. That's but have true. They Jamar, they, have they paid Jamar Chase yet? They paid Burrow. I don't think they paid Chase yet. Did they, guys? Did they pay Chase last offseason? I don't. I'd have to double check that. And Adam, you're right. They could franchise him. This is only his third year, so they don't have to. This is a fifth year option, probably thing for Jamar Chase. So they're they're, they're not there yet. But at some point, they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. Right. That's why I'm Which wondering is why what they with can't Higgins. pay. This is why I think but, they can't pay T. But Adam's right. No, like he's they, not, he hasn't been paid yet because you're right. They'll pick up the fifth-year right. option. Yeah. Now, and they then, have to pay him, and they might do it this offseason. But Adam's right. They could just as easily say, we're not letting T. Higgins go for next year, and he's going to be franchised. What are you based on the where they pick at nine, though? Couldn't you just say, we can just draft what we hope is the next yes. T. Higgins? Roma Dunze, yeah. I, no, I do. I'm just throwing everything out there. What if you? What if you... What if you go quarterback and tackle in the draft and you try to get your wide receiver somewhere else? When York talks about wide receiver, too, that's the only reason I brought it up. Well, Pro Football Focus put out their top 100 players to enter free agency. So you've got Chris Jones as number one. Oh, oh yeah, because he only signed the one-year deal. He only signed right? the one-year deal. And their projection, He's also older, but... Their projection is $30 million per year, $80 million guaranteed. Kirk Cousins is number two. Josh Allen, the edge rusher, not the quarterback. No, who had a monster year. Josh, yeah. Josh had a monster is, year. Is number three. T. Higgins is number four. Okay. Uh, Justin Matabuke from the Ravens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins. Great year he had. Antoine Winfield Jr. from the Bucks. Jalen Johnson is number nine. Uh, and their projection is that he'll get franchised. That's what I would think. Do they, do they project that Higgins gets franchised, Adam? Yes. And they probably will because ten, you know, uh, uh, Cincinnati, excuse me, is going to think, all right, Burrow's going to be back healthy. You know, like, we still won nine games. They won nine games. You realize that? Without a healthy Burrow yeah. most of the year? Yeah. Yes. Uh, with the, the, the left tackle that they signed and they paid a lot of money to not having a great year with T. Higgins missing a lot of time. Everybody, they in, still that division, won nine games. everybody in that division was above 500. Yeah. They have seen North. And I look at that division all the time. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They had three teams in the playoffs this year. I know. So I only bring it up in case there are other Pretty scenarios impressive. in which they don't walk away with a first-round receiver. If they don't draft Marvin Harrison near the top, if they don't draft, draft Neighbors or Adunze somewhere in the top ten, what if they go quarterback and they go Joe Alt? Or they go the kid from Penn State or from Washington? Chris, and they're Chris looking Jones somewhere else. It's going to be 30 next summer. He's going to be 30 in the so summer. Just okay. 30 next summer. I mean, he's, he's 29. That's not too bad. He went through this year as turning 29, July 3rd, before the season starts. He gets to be 30, 30, 31, 32. Okay. If that's where you're looking to get the most productivity out of Chris Jones, that's what you'd be looking and for. And he's still right a pretty there. damn good player, man. Uh, what do I think is going to happen with the Bears? I think the Bears, with the first round draft choice, will trade down. For somebody that loves Caleb Williams, and let him take Caleb Williams, and he'll disappoint. Are you assuming they don't fall in love with Caleb Williams? What I'm if assu- they do? I'm assuming they won't fall in love with Caleb okay. Williams. I'm assuming some people will. I think a lot of people will. I'm not, I'm not assuming everybody will. Okay. But I can trade down to somebody at two or three that loves Caleb Williams, right? Two, three, and five probably want a quarterback if they can get him. That'd be ideal, right? If You're- they think Caleb Williams is their number one guy. You can't try past four. Because I think at four, you're taking Marvin Harrison Jr. there. If you think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the answer. We talked about it last year. The Bears went from one to nine. Then they went from nine to ten. And they got something from Philadelphia. It'd be six. Chargers aren't drafting a quarterback. Giants are sixth. Okay. So you're looking at either Washington at two, New England at three. Right. Who the hell knows with Arizona, but they've got Kyler. And then Giants at six. I need Washington or... New England. New England to fall in love. But if I can convince Washington somebody else is going to vault us... 
and then you go there, you could get your left tackle, right? And with your other assets that you get, and you're getting the number one next year. Uh, if I'm assuming dr- you're making that trade, you're, you're getting next year's trade, number one. If you're making a trade, if I'm making a trade down, I'm getting that one, and I'm right. getting your one next year. Right. Absolutely. Right. I don't care. Your first is coming to me next year. That's the way that works when you get out of there. I like to be in the situation where I got a first-round pick again next year. Yeah, I like that. Keep stockpiling right. those number one picks. Again, one and two gives you the greatest flexibility in the world. And that's for somebody that loves Caleb Williams. And if they take that step that you talked about and get to 10, maybe go to the playoffs and they're picking somewhere in the middle of the draft or towards the 20s, well, then guess what? You still have potentially yeah. another high draft and, pick and, and we can, can be bad again next we year. We can agree last year was the Bryce Young sweepstakes, right? Um, it was all about Bryce Young. I it wasn't guess, about C.J. Stroud. Guess, there were it was, a lot of questions was, about Bryce Young. Who was going to go? Sure, there were. Who was going to go to the top? I remember the combine. Who's going to go to the top to get Bryce Young? That was the question. It wasn't who was going to the top to get C.J. Stroud. Never that felt that way. That was not the narrative. It, never it was not there way. last year. So let's remember that this year when we're going in, it's Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. It's Caleb Williams. Now, if Jaden Daniels or, or Drake May or one of these other quarterbacks becomes a stud two, three years down the line, don't say, oh, the Bears passed on him. No. Next year, the only team the Bears will pass on is one quarterback. Because they've got the first pick. It'll be Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams has to become the star. No other quarterback can become a star. And you say, well, the Bears missed out on him. No. Because it's the Caleb Williams sweepstakes the way it was the Bryce Young sweepstakes. That's fine. And you can bet your sweet Aiken Panachkis if the Bears had the first pick in this year's draft, they would have drafted Bryce Young. Last year. You know that last year. Yes. They would have well, done but that. But that's sad. I mean, I don't want to let them off the hook for that. Like, but what sad. are you doing? You said Houston was the luckiest team in the world. I understand. Because if Houston got the like, top pick, they would have taken Bryce Young, too. I think they would have. Yes. See? That's my point. You can't come back six months later or, you know, ten months later and say, oh, well, take a look at this now. So then what is it that they is... They didn't pass. Like, what is it that... Where are these teams failing, I guess, is what I... is. And it's very hard. I get caught up that. with the hoopla. That's why I say, watch what the guy in Denver does. The guy in Denver knows quarterbacks. See what he's doing. Get the tail numbers of the planes that are coming into Denver. Get the tail number of the Denver jet wherever it's going. That's the numbers you want. You want to be tracking those flights across the country. Are you aware of the S two cognition test? Do you know what that is that I teams am, are using these days? I am not, a, I, I am so not it's aware. It's kind of like a wonderlick, but it's a little different. Just it's not newer. as good. Just not as good. I don't know that, Yurko. You're making assumptions. You have no idea. You've never even heard of it, and you're saying it's not as good. Well, I, I learned how. I, I, I remember how they lambasted the wonderlick test, which was stupid. Anyway, the S2 cognition test, right? Like you always say, and I think you've done a good job of this over the years. What you really should do with all of this stuff as you analyze prospects is you should try to formulate, like, you should try to get your answer by putting it all into the equation, right? And figuring out maybe some things are a little bit more weighted than others. You've always said Wonderlick isn't the end-all, be-all. It can help. Yes, it can help. That's all it can do. It's not the end-all, be-all. Right. A guy's 40-time isn't the end-all, be-all. Right. Like, I've seen guys get sevens okay. on the one. And, like, and, and here's be, my point. They were great NFL players. So, And that's my point. Yes. Yurko just said it. Guys get sevens that have gone on to be great. Yes. Guys that get perfect scores 
Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, God bless him, fun guy, played a long time in this league. Ryan Fitzpatrick was never great. There was a punter McNally, too, that got there a 50 was. on there. So there was. he was pretty good, too. The S2 is the latest one that's all the rage. Brock Purdy, a couple of years ago, scored, I believe uh, the story was it was the highest that they'd ever seen. Uh, Mahomes also had a very, very good one. Very good one. And you say, okay, well, Mahomes pretty damn good. Brock Purdy pretty good. You know who stunk last year? C.J. Stroud. Yep. And that's why, to your point, yeah. it should never be the dictate end all, be or all. determine right. and be the end-all, be-all. They're all small Ever. pieces of information that you put together and you try to formulate what kind of player you think a guy is going to be. But one piece of information never overrides the other piece of information. Right. The only thing that would, something bad in the medical department. I can see that. So I that's the that. only piece of information that might override every other piece of information right. you have is something bad in the medical like department. Like some major red flag. Yeah, that I could see. Yeah. Let's go to Julian in. Where is Julian? Oh, I think Julian dropped off. I'm sorry. sorry. He was waiting a while. I was going to go to him. Let's go to Matarez. How do you say this, Adam? Matarez. Matarez in Lockport? I don't want to butcher his name. Is this Matarez? Hello? Matarez. Hey. Oh, it's Matarats. Come on, Carm. You don't you know Joe Matarats? Joe Matarats. You know him. Is it your last He's name? Is why are you using your last name in the neighborhood? No, it's it's an alias. But anyway, I I got uh, kind of a conspiracy theory going here that uh, may have been blown with uh, the announcing of the uh, press conference at three. But what I was thinking, well, first off, I think Getsy was uh, being the fall guy, although I. He did have suspect play calling at times, but I don't think he was the worst offensive coordinator ever because he's shown signs of promise where wide receivers would be wide open down the field doing jumping jacks, trying to get Justin's attention to throw him the ball. But then other times you're looking at him like, what the hell did you call that play for? Mm. But so anyway, going to that. What's the um, conspiracy theory? Let's hear this. My, uh, Iberflus is the only coach left out of his whole, his whole staff. So my theory is. Is that possibly a Dick uh, Buddy Ryan scenario where they're going to they like Eberflus enough? He does such a good job at the defense that they're asking him to stay on because he's got his contract for the next two years anyway as a head coach pay. That maybe the Bears are lying low in the weeds right now, keeping everybody off the scent, and they are looking to maybe bring in another head coach. Maybe you know, hopefully Jim Harbaugh. Kind of in that scenario, let Jim be the head coach, run the offense. Iberflus stays with the yeah, defense because it's doing happening. so well. A coach would never yeah. stay on and lo- like a coach would never give up his job as a head coach and stay on to coach the defense. I don't know where people are getting that from. That would never happen. It's a thought. I mean, it's always hoping. As I said, it's kind of. I don't expect it to happen, but yeah. it was kind of a thought that I had that you know maybe yeah. maybe because like the other the one caller that you were talking about the. He was saying it's the same old story over and over again. It's over and over again. Same freaking story. You know, like they're going to, they draft the quarterback this year. That Eberflus is gone next year. Then you got another coaching staff coming in dealing with the quarterback that maybe they don't want again. And it's like, it's a repetitive situation. I was hoping Mm. that maybe they would change, consider something like this. Like I said, Eberflus running the defense, keeping the defense intact. Because maybe, like, uh, if you watch the, um, the 30 for 30 about the Bears, you know, the defense all wanted Buddy to stay. Right, right. When yeah, they elect- I, I get that. They, and they wrote the letter. And, yeah, and uh, thanks for calling, brother. Uh, that's a very different situation. Buddy Ryan wasn't the head coach. 
Buddy Ryan was the defensive right. coordinator. Right, he was the coordinator, and they just kept the coordinator. Uh, and you've seen that before. You've seen when a head coach comes in and keeps some of the staff members that were there from a previous Well, they kept Fangio. Like, yeah. Nagy kept Fangio for yeah. a year. And it turned out to be a good thing because right. the defense in 2018 was fantastic. Yeah. Fangio, two just... years or one? Did he go get the Denver job in 19 then, right? Does that sound right? I here? believe They got the so. Denver job after 18? I think so because they were so good in 18. I believe so. Uh, maybe it was 2020. Maybe it was the COVID year. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But that's to what you. That's you to your point. Like it happens. The Bears did it recently. Vic Fangio wasn't the coach. He was a coordinator. A coach would never say, "Okay, you're firing me as the head coach. I'll stay on as the DC. Who's my new head coach?" That would never happen. I got to ask you something real quick. I, I I need your input on here before we go back to the phone callers. NFL quarterback, yes or no? And and I want to find out how far I got to go before you start saying no to people. Caleb Williams, NFL quarterback, yes or no? Is he going to be a good one, yes or no? Oh, is he going to be a good Not great, just he's going to be a good quarterback. Yes. That, that's all I want to find, good or not good. Drake May, do you believe he's going to be good or not good? Good. Uh, Gene Daniels. Good. Michael Penix Jr. I don't think you so. You just kind of waffled because I know what you saw. J.J. McCarthy. I hate to say it, but so I don't think so. That one game overtakes the 30 games that he started. That's what you believe. What no. that, but that's what you've done for both Penix and McCarthy. Neither one was impressive. I, I don't want to be mean here because it's fine. he's a local kid. No, no, no. I don't. I've it's never not being thought mean. J.J. McCarthy was that good. That's fine. You're offering your analysis, period. Yes. That's it. You never thought he was good. Shadur Sanders. Mm. Good or no good? Boy. You know, they after making the upsets early on. Well. Colorado, Colorado found a way to disappoint. A lot of that was... They kind of found their level again. They did, and their yeah. offensive line got pummeled by injury right. and things. Yep. I would say... God, that's a good one. You stumped me on that. I would say good. Okay, Quinn Ewers. Texas. No. Okay, Bo Nix. Oregon. Yes. Okay, now this is the eighth-ranked guy. And you've gone to Bo Nix. is where I'm telling you you can find value at the quarterback position. Okay, now you're thinking about value at the quarterback position. Three quarterbacks were taken in the first round last year. Will Levis was the fourth quarterback taken in the second round. The only quarterback taken in the second round. After that, everybody went down. Everybody was, you know, after that, third round, fourth, fifth round. So, Bo Nix, you say. Miami of Florida, Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, I'm a, boy, God, the physical tools again. You're like, I'm a no on that one. 6'4", 230. You love the physical tools. Riley Leonard, Duke. I don't know enough about Riley Six, four, Leonard. 6'4", like, 220. So now we get to the point where it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Now we're getting into the third, fourth, fifth round. Yeah. You had opinions and you had strong opinions on guys early that are probably going to go in the first round that you think they're not going to be quarterbacks. Okay? They can identify somebody in that second group of uh, the, the initial four, then the second group of four. If you can identify in that second group of four somebody that you think is going to be a stud, yeah. somebody that you look at and say, hey, he's got a plus side that many people don't see, but we could see it, and we think he's got it. Like, I could see a team talking themselves into Tyler Van Dyke late. On That's what like I that. would prefer. Because physically, it's at impressive. At my quarterback yeah. position. Yeah. Just because I have the first pick doesn't mandate that I've got to take a guy that might be a mystery at the quarterback position in the first round. And the last guy that cried in his mother's arms was Jeff George. Well, you don't know that for sure. No. I mean, some guys may have cried in his oh, mother's no. arms before. Oh, no. Oh, no. The last guy I saw cried Didn't in his Tom mother's arms. Tom Brady cry in his mom's arms? Jeff once? George. Remember him? Of course. All the talent in the world. Greg Blash was at the combine. He told me this guy was throwing the ball 80 yards. It was unbelievable. Yeah. This guy's going to be an absolute stud. He had a decent NFL career. Yeah. 
Decent NFL career. Barely decent, right? I wouldn't say like it was barely. A, I wouldn't say it was a bust. I would just say his career was a decent NFL career. I don't know, York. He I made might, the playoffs with Atlanta in 95. I might say bust. I mean, he was the first overall pick. I remember. Ah. But, I mean, I think that's my point. It's not that I want to be safe. It's that I want to be absolutely sure I'm drafting a stud. And if I believe this guy's not a stud. It's so hard. But if he's not a stud... I'm going to take him to somebody else who believes he is a stud. It's just so hard. That's why I've always like sort of joked, but not really. Like, I, I think I'm kind of serious. Not really a joke. Like, aren't the Bears due to luck into one? Like you just said, it. Houston lucked into it. Like they can thank Lovey Smith forever. As brutal as it felt a year ago that Lovey won that game in Week 18, and as mad as they all were, and remember we had Jeff Van Gundy on the yeah. week before oh, yeah. that game. Remember? Oh yeah. And Van Gundy's like, there's no way we're screwing this up. And, of course, we're going to lose and we're going to pick number one. Do you remember all that? Oh, yeah. Like, Lovey is a savior down there. Because you're right, they would have picked Bryce Young. When, like, when do we get lucky? Like, when is it our turn that they somehow, like, luck into, oh, we didn't think he was going to be the best. And he, Tyler Van Dyke is the best quarterback in the draft. Bo Nix is the best quarterback from that draft? Like, when do the Bears get lucky with that? I'm going to have you know that Jeff George would have been the leading passer for a season. He was in he 97. For the, for I was the Bears. just looking. No. Yeah, 39-1. But he threw for 4,143 yards. Oh, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. he did. He had a 4,000-yard so season. a 4,000-yard year. Yeah. I mean. And then he led the league in passing in 97. He, he would be, by default, the best quarterback that ever played for the Chicago Bears. I'd still say George was more of a bust. Every quarterback in the league would have been the best quarterback yeah, you're all. You're right about that. He's still your. He went 46 and 78 as a starter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like I kind of. To me, Jeff George has always been more of a bust because he was the first overall pick. I mean, it's like, geez. No, I get it. But he played 14 years in the league. He did play a long time. He yeah. played 131 games yeah. in the league. Let's go to. Where do you want to go next here, my man? How about Bill in South Shore? What up, Bill? Yo, yo. Hello. What's up? Hey, guys. <clears throat> man. You know, when this guy got hired, I, I said I called him Everlose. And to me, that's what he is, and I'll tell you a few things why. The man reminds me of basically someone who should be a defensive coordinator at the University of Iowa, and then after the game, having a good game, like going out to eat some poppers, man. All right, this is not a guy who's going to take your quarterback to the next level. It's just not. Okay. That's the guy. That's the kind of guy he is, man. Rah rah, sis kumba. Anytime you have someone like Matt Lafleur come play a cover two defense, he has to put that play calling sheet over his mouth because he's laughing, just knowing what all the holes is going to be and, and and dropping them in there like they've been doing against cover two defenses since '96. Okay, right. it's just the same thing. As soon as the Packers got the ball the last time, I said, okay, they're just going to get first downs, check it down until the game's over. You know what's going to happen. Bill, you uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. No, no. Go ahead. I, uh, well, we'll I was going to say you uh, win the award for the uh, best insult of the day by yeah. far. Uh, a DC at Iowa who celebrates after a big game by going out to get some poppers. So that was excellent, Bill. Uh, I, we don't really like have anything to give you, but you win the award for by far the best insult of the day. I, I don't think that's going to get topped. That was well done. Rick's in Antioch. What's up, Rick? Oh, good. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. But uh, I just don't get it. This this feels so much like a Ted and George thing. 
to keep Ebus loose. The guy hasn't done anything in a fourth quarter. He blows everything, the Justin Jones thing. I don't get where he's so good. I understand that they're not any good on offense, and I understand why, but the defense, how do they keep him? Well, how do they justify this? What's he done? Well, I mean, I guess they're looking at the improvements that the defense did make. I, I don't know where – I mean, that's got to be the only thing. And they, they seem to like his ability to kind of I, – I think they feel like he kept the ship somewhat afloat during a very tumultuous start to the season with the losses and the Allen Williams scandal and everything else, Rick. I, I, that would be my only explanation. And the defense did dramatically improve. Somebody was joking on our text chain, like the best thing to happen to him was the Allen Williams scandal because he got to call plays and maybe prove his worth a little bit. Exactly. You think he, it sounds like the B reporters seem to think that he's going to keep calling plays even when they hire a new DC. Do you think that'll be the case? You think he'll keep calling plays? They seem to think that. I think his preference would be not to. That's his preference. Um, he's got the headset on. He can tell the defense coordinator whatever he wants. If he wants to bring a blitz, bring some heat. Mm hmm. You know, play it vanilla. Let's be cautious. Right. He, he can, can do offer all that. whatever input he wants to his defense coordinator. Yeah. Before the before they play the game, they can go over the philosophy of what they want to do, hmm. when they want to bring the heat, what are they looking for? You know, how do they check out of heat? If they're bringing the funk, how do we check out of it if they come out in a formation we don't like? Right. You know, how do we bail out? What do we call? So he can still have heavy influence. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Without being the guy that calls the plays. He can do it. Andy Reid at any moment can step in and tell Matt Nagy, "This is what I want we're done now." I think he. I don't want it done do yesterday. Yeah. I want it done today. I want it done now. I think you should do that. Any more. head coach should come in, and whether the offense coordinator, or defense, they don't have to like it. When the CEO comes down and tells the chief financial officer this is the way it's going to happen, guess what the CFO does? Yeah. Okay, okay, boss. That's the way we're going to do it, boss. See, that's the way it's done. Take it off now, boss. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Courtney Cronin will join us in thirty minutes. More of your phone calls coming up next. The only place you can hear the Bears press conference is right here in your home for the Bears. That starts at three with Poles and Eberflus. Then Kevin Warren's going to meet the media after that. You'll hear it all live during Waddle and Sylvie right here on ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Remember Chase Daniel, former Bears backup? You got to love Chase Daniel. I mean, guy hung around this league for like 13 seasons, was a backup forever. Started just a handful of games. We made like 50 schmill. Good for him. He threw, you know how many career touchdown passes Chase Daniel had? 36. Nine. Made 50 schmill, though. He's God quarterback. bless him. He's quarterback. I love it. I had more uh, I had more sacks than he had touchdowns. I know. And he made 50 mil. Good for uh, him. He's got a great beard, too. He does a podcast now. He thinks the Bears should be keeping Matt Eberflus. Take a listen. I think what Eber's shown, especially down the stretch, right? They were four and two going into that Packers game. Obviously, lost that Packers game. Packers in the playoffs. But it's sort of the guy who galvanized the locker room. It was Justin Fields, and I think what Eber was able to do with his defense down down the stretch, I thought it was awesome. I thought they played really, really well. Um, and so, look, there's a reason you hired him. Right to be your head coach. I know there's a lot of candy on the market right now, uh, like Rabel, Belichick, Harbaugh. I mean, Ben Johnson. There's a lot of big time names. 
Um, but at the end of the day, I think you just got to keep the stability. I think you got to keep Eber. So the number one thing there is that uh, I've heard him called Fluce. I've never heard him called Eber. Chase Daniel calls him Eber. Eber. Never heard that. Yeah, first time for me. He also thinks the Bears should keep Justin Fields. I really just think you need to keep Justin Fields. I think, you know, based on, I did a, like a really deep dive on all 13 games that Justin Fields play. And the biggest thing I saw was growth. And his ceiling just continued to rise. And that, to me, is showing growth. You don't know what the number one pick is going to give you. You don't know what Caleb Williams or Drake May, those are the two, in my opinion, that you would take, are going to get you. Why don't you trade back from one to two or three, draft a a left Mm -hmm. tackle, get Marvin Harrison Jr., surround Justin Fields with weapons. Mm -hmm. If you do that, I think this guy and Justin Fields will be a playmaker for you. There's a lot of like, oh, you got to surround him with talent as if there's none here. Well, I mean, there's talent here. There's not enough. I want Daniil Hunter. What does that have to do with Justin Fields? Well, it's got to do with talent all over the football field. That's what it's got to do. He's got, it's constantly, you got to get him Brock Bowers oh, and Marvin I Harrison. Mean, I, I, listen, I think he's got enough protection, but everybody wants to cry about protection. I think they do need a center. I don't think Absolutely. there's any gray Absolutely. area that they need a center. 100%. Um, if they can upgrade at left tackle, you bring Tevin Jenkins back, Nate Davis with a full offseason uh, in the program with the guys. Uh, my problem with Tevin Jenkins and Nate Davis, it looks like they can't wait to get off the field. It's like it's a race for either one of those to find a way to get an excuse to get off the field. Maybe it's just me, but that's the way it seems. They do get hurt a lot. I, I, I mean, my heavens, I've never seen guys go and then not come back. They did get hurt a lot. I then know. not, no, no, and then not come back. I know. Once they hit the blue tent, it's over. It's over for the day. Too bad with Tevin too, because he's so good when he's on the field. I don't know what happened in that last game. Remember the last couple of weeks, I don't think Tevin played quite as well. Well, there's some tape from this year, though. You just go, yeah. wow, the New Orleans game? Yeah. Sweet Jesus. He was a wrecking crew. It's like, I want to see more of that, Tevin. Get nasty. So Chase would keep uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Caller Reggie was on earlier today with Cap and Hood. He thinks Fields over Josh Allen. Did you hear that? Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, are you saying, you like, y'all, they all like to look at the other guy's girlfriend or whatever. Be like, oh, I like that over here. Like, mm-hmm. how you like Josh Allen and these other QBs. You put any one of those QBs behind this old line and who which one of them got more escapability than Justin Fields to get to get away from that? Hold on. And he didn't even have a chance to get Are, are you telling me you take Justin Fields over Josh Allen? I'm gonna take Justin Fields over Josh Allen right now, and I'm not just saying that, and I'm not I'm not just oh saying boy. that just to say that because I love Justin Fields. Damn. That ain't just because of that. Sure. Okay. Sure, I, I'm, I'm telling you that. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be really honest with you, and I'm not trying to be a jerk here. If you would take you Justin Fields over Josh Allen, you need to stop watching football. No, I don't need to stop watching football. I love how Reggie's like, no, I don't. Reggie's right about that. He doesn't have to stop watching football. That's true. I mean, that's true. But uh, I love how Reggie's like, no, I'm not just because I love Justin. I would take Josh Allen over Justin Fields. I think it's because you love Justin. I think if you put Josh Allen behind the Bears offensive line and Justin Fields behind the Buffalo offensive line, I think they'd be experiencing the same things. I do. I think they would be experienced pressure at times and having to find a way to get rid of the football while under duress at times. The Buffalo offensive line is not a world-beater offensive line. Okay, let's not pretend like they are. Quarterbacks have to make throws under duress. Mm. Quarterbacks around the league have to make throws under duress. Brock Purdy looked human this year. Do you know what made him human? Duress. Pressure. Pressure, yes. Quarterbacks face pressure in this league. Some quarterbacks 
can face the pressure and still get rid of the football and make completions. I think uh, Baltimore probably did a good job of that. A little pressure mixed in with some deception that confused Brock Purdy. It was maybe the one time we really saw a well, very uneven, any, not uneven, any, we saw a bad performance. They, they didn't have Samuel and they didn't have the left tackle. They had problems. Well, that's true. That's when they had problems. Yeah. If you notice that three-game losing streak they had. That's true. That when those two guys were gone, there were problems for Brock Purdy. Reggie wants Justin over Allen. Uh, Jeff and Morris the I other day wanted that. Fields over that. Mahomes. Yeah. I would take him every day that we go for Patrick Mahomes. I will say that with my dying breath. Mahomes is a crybaby, and you know what? With the around him, he has not been the same guy, guys. That's still the best. You need to stop watching football. The best. No, I don't need to stop watching football. I love that exchange, but uh, there won't be a better call this year than Jeff and Morris saying Patrick Mahomes over I mean, I'm sorry, Justin Fields over Patrick Mahomes every day of the week. There will never be a better call ever. Once he became the starter at the age of 24, I mean, he was a starter before that. His third year, and this is the third year, right, for Justin Fields. If somebody doesn't want to count last year, I get it. And the year with Matt Nagy was problematic. I get it. 3.7 to 1 touchdown uh, to interception ratio. Uh, For who? For Mahomes? For for Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Like 2.3. To, to one. The next year, it's uh, basically about 2.4 to one. And the year after, this year was his worst, where it looks like it was like 1.7 yes. to one. So this is his worst year with a struggle. He still threw 29 touchdowns and 4,300 yards. He he turns it over a lot. Yes. He does. Yes. 4,300 yards. And in his career, hello, how are you? It's 167 to 78. It's better than two to one. A little bit better than it's two better to one. better than two to one. Uh, he turns it over a lot, though. You got to admit, he does. He's got a problem with the fumbles too, like yeah. Justin. I don't. It's not the small hands, but it's the running and keeping the ball loose away from the body. Yes, correct. And the one thing Justin Fields that I give all, all the credit in the world, Justin Fields took care of the football better in the second half this year. Yes, he did. Second half, not of games. In the second half of the season, when he realized he was being careless with the football, I think you're right. About and you know that. what he did? He recognized and he learned. And you say, what's development? That's the kind of development you're looking for. That's a player developing. All right. I mean, it geez, is. I, I, okay, I, that's true. I, I want so much more to my quarterback than just I he developed. And, you know, he doesn't, I do turn, too. he doesn't fumble as much. When he slung the ball to my guy, Jeez. DJ Moore, in the I corner of the that. end zone, I'm like, look at him. When he slung two to Tyler uh, Scott, who needs to catch those balls. That, yes, that's a, I guy, like those. that's a guy who's confident. I do like those. That's a guy who's confident. I need a confident. But when pressure comes upon him, when pressure comes upon Justin Field, he's got to become more resolved under pressure. I think that's the, the way I'd term it. More resolve under pressure. Al's in Portage Park. Hey, Al. Al. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Good. Hey, How are you? Talk Thanks. to us, Al. I'm, I'm doing good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, so uh, first off, kudos to Black and Abdallah for coming up with the Olive Garden bet. I think it's hilarious. Mm. and uh, that's, that's, that's great. I don't think it's so funny. <laughs> I actually like Olive Garden. The pasta fajoule is unbelievable. <laughs> well, let's see what Carm thinks. It's a soup. It's a soup. How do you go wrong on a soup? <laughs> we'll find out. So, Carm, you, you can't uh, subscribe to, to Peacock this weekend. Just don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't cave? Yeah, don't cave. Because you know what? Yeah, it's $6. Oh, okay, it's only $6. Well, guess what? If a couple, 2% of the nation subscribes to it, then they're collecting, what, $60 million or something? They go, oh, it is a great success. Next year, then you got, you got a... 
Right, then you got to get Peacock next year. You got to get Paramount Plus next year. You got to get Disney Plus next year because they're going to have three playoff games. And then Xfinity comes back and bundles everything, and we're back to having cable again. Well, Al's making yeah. Al's making some points now. Al, thanks, buddy. Al's making some points. He says, "Don't give in. Don't feed the beast." But this is how it's going. This is the way. This is what they did with EPL. Don't lie down and take it. Okay, then don't watch football. Yeah, the EPL, you barely you get anything fight on for my... a right, Adam. Okay, Adam, you cool. Get, it's a you, party. And I'll watch the game. You get a game on Saturday. Maybe you get three games on Saturday, right? We used to get three games on we get Saturday. Three on, EPL? We get two on Oh, you're talking yeah, about EPL. EPL. I'm sorry. EPL. Yeah, okay. it's like three. Three games on Saturday, one game on Sunday. The rest are on, the, on Peacock. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. What would our forefathers say? And La Liga's, they, they wouldn't want hey, you to just roll over. La Liga's on ESPN+. Plus. They threw the T into the harbor. La Liga went from being on BN, right, the BN network where, where Americans can actually watch it, to being just on the streaming. That's it. Yeah, Yurko's right. The other leagues, like ESPN has uh, associations with other soccer leagues. They don't put any of the games the on broadcast streaming? air. Yeah. yeah, they're all streaming. You guys. And it stinks. Don't you see what we need to do? We need to have a tea party right here in Lake Michigan. A Lake Michigan tea party? Rise up, Adam. Let's start the... Let, Welcome to the revolution. Peacock. We should do it on the Chicago River, right by Let's the NBC Tower. I get Peacock for free, so I'm with you. Same. I don't want to hurt the Peacocks. Well, actually. listen, I got it for the EPL, so I already have it, and I told you the three I get for free. Disney, Hulu, ESPN. You don't get it for free. I mean, it's, I get it for free. You're paying for it somewhere, no, aren't you? No, because I had gotten Verizon. I got it for free. I never pay for it. I think Not they even charge my... you more in Verizon. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that, the no? Sox and the Bulls contracts are up soon with uh, NBC Sports Chicago. What are you going to do when there's a uh, yeah. there's a Reinsdorf app do you, you have to download? Be? I'm not downloading. Well, did you see app. the I can um, tell you that right now? What was it in Agrest uh, last week? Like they, he went, he ran through the options. Like perhaps uh, Reinsdorf uses Stadium and turns it into what like the Cubs have done with Marquee, Marquee. and turns it into a, a subscription service. To what, watch. What have the Cubs done with Marquee? I mean, oh, what I'm saying it, it, could, it could certainly happen in our local market for it our could. local teams. It could. You're it's right already happened that. with the Cubs. This is why we need a tea party. I'm ready. I'm with you, Carm. When I, you want to have a peacock party? Is what, what you're saying? I said. We're going to throw real in peacocks into the river. I don't want to hurt the peacocks. Maybe we buy a bunch of fake ones. No, real, river, real peacocks into the river. Oh, you want to buy river. a bunch of fake what? Peacocks. peacocks? Oh, yeah? That's not what Yurko was calling it earlier. What was he calling it? The, the cock. cock. The cock. Do you and want to buy a bunch, of, you want to buy a bunch to, of fake ones and let, throw them into the, let's the river? Let's go to NBC Tower. Peacock's NBC, is that right? Yeah, obviously. Peacock. Uh, let's go to NBC Tower and let's uh, revolt. We'll let's go to Lover's it. Lane first. We'll buy a bunch of fake ones. Oh, we'll man. throw them at NBC Tower. See, I mean, now you're this getting, guy is out of control. Now you're getting crazy. I'm just. This is what you want to do? You want to stage a revolution? Yeah, Yerk, you remember, uh, you've seen it in the river. They have the, the dump truck of ducks. The yeah. Oh, yeah, the ducks. Well, Could you imagine now, what you're saying cost. just that's dumping like out into the... Do they sink or float? Because if they sink, we, it's know. useless. I don't know. We need floaters. <laughs> what, you mean an actual <laughs> I don't know. apparatus? Yeah. That's going to sink, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't, I don't, depends. I don't know. Metal ones will sink, but what about the... Uh, mm, is there know. any buoyancy on those? I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. You're going to do some research. Have you ever been in the tub with I'm, one? I don't I, know. I am not going to do any research on the company computers. Not sure what no, to I'm tell saying, you. Go, go by this shop and take one to a tub. I'm going to tell you, they're durable because I've seen them thrown in the Buffalo Bills fans. have thrown them on the field. I've seen them. They are uh, durable. I've seen them thrown. Because they uh, bounce. Them things can bounce. They kind of flop, too. They just kind of boing <laughs> around all over there. Yeah. <laughs>
right, on, that note, on that note, Boing. Uh, <laughs> do you want to join the revolution with us, everybody? 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Courtney Cronin joins us in nine minutes. Press conferences today. Only place to catch those right here on your home for the Bears, ESPN Chicago. So make sure you have the app to watch on YouTube. Your home for the Bears. It is. And so uh, press conferences start at 3 during Waddle and Sylvie. They'll broadcast live from Hallis Hall, where the action is. The OC is out. The quarterback's coach is out. Billy Ochepka. The OC. Remember our guy, the OC? He's yes. out? Yes. You're kidding me. No, no. You're talking about the OC. Luke Getzi's gone. Luke Getzi is out. Or as Tony Romo wanted to call him, Luke Getzky. Getzky. Getzky well, is gone. The yeah, Phoenix the Bears, Packers. He's putting the Polish thing on it's my guy from Eastern Illinois. Yeah. I love him. Still yeah. doesn't matter. He can mispronounce 100 names. It doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't. But Flus is back. The Flusser. The Flusinator. Or, Mike or Eber. Eber. I'd never heard that. Chase Daniel calls him Eber. Eber. Mike's in Schaumburg. What up, Mike? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, how are you? We're doing good. Got a quick question. Before we go to the draft, uh, the free agent starts at March 10th. You think the Bears would do something with the free agent before the draft? In terms and of, like, which Bear, position? And the, Bears schedule, and the Bears' schedule looks so easy, easier the next year. They go to West Coast. They pay, they're on the West Coast. They should do something free agency before the draft. Well, what do you mean? What what position? I mean, what? what well, yeah, uh, yeah. defense and I mean defense, not quarterback, but defense and maybe a hunter and a pass rusher. Sure, and yeah. maybe maybe um, I like it all. Safety, safety. Uh, you know, the free agency starts March tenth. Yeah, I so think I think the, you find a veteran uh, a veteran safety that you can get in here for about six seven million dollars. That's what I yeah, like. I, look, they'll be active. They've got right. a ton of money to spend. Of course, hunters will do stuff, and they're getting more. They're getting more. They're getting the money back well, from they, they a couple could. of guys. I think they could open up some avenues to get a little bit more. Well, back. I mean, they're already going to get more because what's their names falls off. Right. Well, who falls off? Patrick falls off, but I think Whitehair is another year. Or is well, he done? No, Whitehair's done. Eddie Jackson got one Eddie, year left. Eddie Jackson's done. Eddie uh, Jackson comes off. I don't think that's off. true. We'll take a look at it. Well, Doesn't Eddie have one more year? If he does have one more year on it, the the savings I think is nine point nine million. If you've got dead yeah, cap Eddie's money, got, on Eddie's him. got money next year. Yeah. Well, how so, much? Uh, the dead cap is five five. Right. The cap hits eighteen million. Okay, so you get thirteen million back. That's why I think Eddie's gone. Half. But yeah. you're making it sound like he's gone without. Twelve and a half. That's not true. They're going to have to make a move with okay. Eddie. All right. Can you? Well, you just release him? Is what you do? I, I, I understand. I'm asking what kind of move though. Just well, release you, him. you made it sound like he's a free agent. He's okay. not. I got Eddie you. Jackson I, is not a free agent. I understand. You're moving on from him. Yes. And you're getting his uh, savings that you're going to get Correct. from what you had to pay his cap number to his dead cap. Correct. Number. And that's fine. That's still a substantial amount of money. Uh, yeah. Wide hair, if you look Co- up Cody Whitehair. also has money next year. How much? The uh, 13 is the cap hit, 13-2, and the dead cap is 4. So there's going to be a yeah, savings there. It's about $9 million bucks there. I'll Those take are that. things that are going to have to happen right. to free up even more money. I'm with you. Lucas Patrick. Let's He's do Lucas a free Patrick. Agent. He's a free agent. So. I, I believe. I'll double check His that. But I think it was a two-year deal. And, and you're feeling very good about that. Yes. And, you know, some of these deals that you made, you got to out. And, like, basically, in essence, these are outs. Mm-hmm. Now, could you bring Eddie Jackson pay yeah, back Lucas and is a pay him that kind of money? He's not worth it no more. He's not. I mean, listen, Eddie Jackson, seven-year run, right? Tremendous. Thank you. We appreciate everything. Unfortunately, you hurt your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You don't want to stick your head in there no more. Right. 
okay? Yeah, he just you doesn't want to be physical. You don't want to do it. It's all right. I get it. Uh, let's go to Michael in Belleville on ESPN 1000. Hey, Michael. Yes. Uh, thanks, gentlemen, for taking my call. I think it's going to come down to basic needs over wants. Football is a team game, and we have too many needs. We need three defensive players. We need three offensive players. And the last time I checked, Green Bay is the youngest team in football, and they have eight number one picks on defense. We need to build our team completely first. Michael, we just lost lost you there. Uh, Yeah, you can do some of that. You can address some of that in free agency, though. That is the beauty of it. You know, you'll be able to address some of that before the draft. Uh, All right, sit tight if you're on the phones. We'll get to you guys. 312-332-3776. Crosstalk in an hour with Waddle and Sylvie. They're live at Hallis. Press conference has started three. You'll hear them right here on your home for the Bears. Make sure you've got the ESPN Chicago app. You can watch on YouTube. You can watch on Twitch. Black and Abdallah will be on tonight after Waddle and Sylvie, 6 until 8, to continue the conversation on the Bears and the NFL. Courtney Cronin gives us a full update. Got some questions for Courtney about how they arrived at this decision, when they did. Did they flirt at all with Harbaugh? We'll ask her those questions when we come back next. We uh, will be back in just two minutes.